Well, thank you, Lauren, for sitting down with me today. Yeah, thanks, Mark, for, for the opportunity. I'm uh, really excited to, to learn more than about the industry, and, and I'm pleased to hear they want to know more about me. Yeah, well, that's why we're sitting down here today. We want to learn all about you and why you decided to come to Seeds Canada. That was my first question. You, you recently came to Seeds Canada as regulatory affairs manager, moving into the seed industry after working with producer groups for a lot of years. Why did you decide to make the switch from working with the producer groups to coming into the, the seed sector? Yeah, so I started in 2013 uh, with the Alberta Wheat Commission as their research manager and uh, then in 2018 I took on the same role for, for Barley at the same time and uh, ended up as the director of research. Um, really I got to grow with the organization because you know Wheat was a new organization although Barley was already established. And I got to do some amazing things while there, and I loved my time there, and I'm very thankful for that time. I, I got to build organizations. Uh, I got to, to meet some, some great collaborators that uh, you know, I've, I've sort of brought along with me. Uh, got to build a, a great agronomy extension program and uh, you know, hire agronomists and, and build a fantastic team. But, you know, after nine years, um, I started to get the itch to, to try some new things. And I, uh, I was really living and breathing, you know, the, the commission world. I, uh, I could, you know, do it sort of, I don't want to say in my sleep, but it was, it was just really comfortable, too comfortable maybe. Um, so time to stretch and, and grow. And this opportunity came up and I knew a bit about the seeds industry. I was involved in uh, the Prairie Grains Recommending Committee or PGDC process, which is the, the variety registration recommending body in the West for, for wheat, rye, and triticale. So I, I did have some experience there. I have lots of experience in, in the breeding program, uh, innovation funding world. And then lots of experience uh, on the value creation file. I, um, I was responsible for that file for, for our commission for, uh, for almost a decade. So, uh, you know, it, it, was a, it was definitely a new industry uh, or a new sector of the industry. I was excited to, to learn about Eastern agriculture, corn and soy, um, work on international files as well, and just generally push innovation uh, along. That's, um, that's sort of my, my goal is to, to get more innovation into the hands of farmers so they can uh, sort of continue to, to meet their goals. And speaking about your goals with Seeds Canada specifically, what's your biggest priority now that you're with the organization? So although my title is Regulatory Affairs, uh, really do a lot more than that. Um, I'm officially under the the policy um, headline. So, um, you know, SRM, which is a regulatory matter, is, is really big right now. The seeds regulatory modernization and the modernization of the seeds regulations. So that is uh, that is probably file number one. And it's it's what I've been spending most of my time on for for my first two months, uh, really trying to understand um, 
you know, what our, what our members want and what in other industry players want. And how do we, as an industry, get together and, and put together a package uh, to present to CFIA? The government, um, they love to hear consensus, and they love it when an industry uh, can build that consensus and, and place it before them. It makes uh, everyone's lives easier. So that's, uh, that's what I've been doing. But um, plant breeding innovation files uh, are, are going to be uh, with me and um, you know phytosanitary files so there's there's I'm sure there's going to be a lot more fall onto my plate as as we we move through the SRM process and you know hopefully um, sort of reach the the end of that process in a few years now you have a PhD in bioresource and food engineering. Can you talk a bit about that? What attracted you to that and how it helps you in your role with, with Seeds Canada now? Sure. So when I first went to university, I, it's probably a very typical experience where, where you go and, and you know of the sciences and the arts. And I went into biological sciences. Um, it was really hard for me, though, to see how you take four years of of general biological sciences or general sciences and, and make that into a career. I, I, really, uh, I really struggled with, with seeing the, the practicality. Um, I think around year two, I discovered uh, the faculty of, of agriculture, and I don't even remember what it was called at the University of Alberta at that time. Now it's called Ailes. Uh, but I, but uh, I was introduced to nutrition and food and so I switched from, from biological sciences into uh, human nutrition and food and, and then sort of realized that there was a lot of engineering and chemistry and microbiology uh, in that area as well. And I, I kind of fell back into my scientific ways um, and ended up really focusing on uh, the food technology side. You know, then because I didn't want to be a dietitian and I didn't want to be a nutritionist, um, I again struggled with well, what more can I do? And I've I've always loved designing things. I think my the left side of my brain and the and the right side of my brain are in constant struggle of which one dominates. So I, I loved the idea of doing more research and you know building building on to my knowledge and um, the food. The bioresource and food engineering just seemed like a, a great way to to put together some of my past knowledge in, in the sciences and my my love of and passion for for food. So I, I worked on a lot of really interesting projects using supercritical carbon dioxide uh, technology, which is where you pressurize and heat carbon dioxide, and it becomes uh, it changes the solvent properties. So learning how to do supercritical drying of aerogels, uh, impregnation um, of various matrices, uh, encapsulation. So now I really do see the application uh, to, to the crop side of things and to this, the seed science world. And I think another really interesting thing when, when you're doing a PhD is I don't think you really uh, expect to do the same work when you get to industry, if, if that's the path you choose. But it, it teaches you some really valuable skills. It, it teaches you how to learn, how to search for information, and how to almost be like a, a 
a one-stop shop on your own and I think that's something farmers understand really well is you have to be everything for for your project you need to find the all of the the reports and documents and examples around the world of, of work that's been done that you can reference you need to to build your equipment you know we didn't have a lot of funding so we had to be really innovative in in uh, you know figuring out our, our various cells and and uh, pumps and compressors and um, you know you're responsible then for for packaging it uh, as something that peer reviewers and, and a jury of your peers is going to need to to judge and decide if it uh, if it passes muster. So I think it, it really did teach me a lot. And although I never expect to use supercritical carbon dioxide technology again, um, I, I still argue that my, my PhD has been very valuable. You never know when something like what was it called again? Supercritical carbon dioxide. You never know when that might come in handy. It could be like the strangest time when you never thought, but that day might come and you think, you know, it's a good thing I learned that because it really came in handy in this situation maybe. But You know what? Absolutely. And I hear they're, they're using it in, in the hemp industry to, to do some extractions of, of really valuable components. So... Yeah, you do never know. It's true. See? Well, there you go. Before I let you go, Seeds Canada unveiled its functional framework for a modern seed system this week here at your annual meeting in Winnipeg. It's a loaded document, and it includes proposals for an independent standard-setting body, variety registration reform, labeling reform, and a lot more for you. What's... What's the biggest highlight of this document and, and why? I think, you know, coming from a different sector within the agriculture industry, the biggest highlight for me is the idea of the independent standard setting body or the ISSB, which is is really looking to establish a board or a body of representatives across the value chain um, to to work together to design standards for our system and there's lots of examples uh, of that the the grain commission has their westerns and western and eastern uh, standard committees and it it really does make sure that um, the regulations and the standards are informed by those who are actually going to be interacting with them and affected by them. Um, it, it makes sure that we have a diversity of opinion across the board, you know, looking to bring farmers um, into the picture and, and also, you know, further end users. So who, who's buying the grain from, from the farmer or, or feeding that grain um, to, to an animal or, or whatnot. So I think uh, it would be a very powerful structure um, that could help us to create some flexibility within our regulations uh, to make us more agile. We, we really need to design uh, a framework that is not only going to serve us today, but is potentially going to serve us in the next 10, 20 years. Um, you know, these reviews are, are significant, and, uh, you know, this particular one is 
is uh, scheduled to, to take up about four years. So we can't continue to do these big consultations and regulatory reviews um, with the pace of innovation that we're seeing. If we want to be able to keep up, we need to have a system that can work with, um, work with innovation and, and modify standards and regulations as, as we innovate. So I think that part is something I'm really excited about and um, you know I'm, I'm hopeful that it's able to bring bring the industry together towards a, a common goal which is to to get innovation and in, into the hands of, of those who need to use it and um, you know to establish Canada as a provider of, of quality seed and quality grain. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. Thank you very much.